XFM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Good morning. Boom, 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 boom. Come on! Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Grant, here we are. I think Spenny's done with us. <laughs> I wouldn't pick up the phone today. <laughs> He's a little scattered. Um, he promised to... Uh, well, he got us tickets. He did yeah. get his tickets, which we were giving away. We got another pair we'll give away in uh, the 8 o'clock this morning. Um, but I have a feeling we're not getting on any guest list for that show at Century Casino. That's tonight? Yeah. Century yeah. Casino? Yeah. Jimmy and I were going to try to make it down there. Are you going to... I don't know that I'd make it down tonight, but... Yeah, the show starts at 8. Yeah. Oh, Your life is... How are you going to make that? I'll do it. You go to bed at 8. I'll have a nap. <laughs> um, Axel Rose made a statement the other day. He said, um, I'm... I'm going to stop throwing my microphone into the crowds. <laughs> Apparently, uh, this is something that he's done. I don't remember this. I've, I've seen Guns N' Roses now twice. Do you remember? I don't. I've never been close enough to, well, and I've to never, really pay attention. I'm really never that sober by that time. True. <laughs> So he apparently for 30 years has been tossing the microphone in the crowd. and So he whipped one at a show on the weekend and knocked some poor girl out. He's got black eyes. and He smoked yeah, her right he in the smoked mouth. smoked her. So yeah. Says he's not doing that anymore. Did she get to keep the mic? I hope so. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we're kicking the show off with Guns N' Roses. What? You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. I am... Uh, I'm all for personal growth. Yeah. I want to get in front of this before, um, like, I want to preface this. I think it's it's a good thing mm-hmm. to take a look at yourself and reevaluate and maybe approach life differently, mm-hmm. try different things, experience different things, right? Yeah. yeah. If you just stop... And you don't do anything, right? Stop growing. Yeah, you're just yeah, you're gonna be in closing in on fifty living in your apartment <laughs> on the west end of town. <laughs> the ghetto. How, how did I know this was gonna be a fixed Jimmy segment? <laughs> this has nothing to do with you. You just used me as an example. He didn't say anything about you. I didn't say anything about you. In an apartment that smells like death. <laughs> Grant is uh, he's he's an interesting duck and we've been with him for a long time and he's gone through like a tremendous amount of change in the last year it's a couple of years last couple of years yeah. yes so he met this girl uh she's got a couple of kids they got married and Grant went from living in his buddy's basement mm-hmm. right to Owning a house, getting married, buying cars, raising kids. I mean, it's just, it's its a complete... He's a second property with a trailer. <laughs> absolutely. Like, yeah. a complete 360-degree turn for this, this young man. And all of it, I'm, I'm a fan of. Yeah. Um, but every once in a while, I'll see something that you're doing in your life, and I'll go... <laughs> It'll become apparent, right? Because I've been able to move through this with you and I've yeah. been able to accept all this because I think it's good for you. But then there's the, the odd thing where I'm like, 
Wow. <laughs> what has, that, what has, what happened, has to this? happened to the Grant Johnson we know and love? <laughs> he posted a picture yesterday, and back me up on this. Oh, I'm with you. I know what you're talking about. On your social media, yeah, that you went to the library. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The library's awesome. <laughs> we, go there, we go there all the time. <laughs> it's because it's like the kids love it, right? So it's something to do in the afternoons that's free. You can go there. There's all sorts of things going on. Listen, I am not yeah. I'm not against you going to the library. <laughs> Just had you ever gone to the library previous to this relationship? Not since I was a kid. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, when I was that, a kid we used to go use the computers all was the time. It not, is it not am I alone here on this, but didn't you were haven't you, you made multiple comments on the air about going to the library? Yeah, I talk, negative, uh, I, no, not negative. Oh, I, oh, bro, before, uh, that's you that always talks about no, negative. No way. Yes, we had somebody from the library on the one day, and you were I said to them, "Who goes to the library?" <laughs> and I said, "The library is pretty this awesome." Is, <laughs> I don't I remember that. We I know you. I know you were you were crapping on the library when we had her on, but I don't remember you defending. And I was okay, like, hold on. I completely. I one hundred percent. I had a conversation with him yesterday, and I said, "Did you see that the uh, the social yeah. media post? He was at the library. He was at the library. Grant was at the library, and, he, and you were like, okay. It's like you got. You need to back me up on the air. No, I am backing me you down the river. No, I am backing you up. He never d- defended it yes, before. I did. He's I throwing you, you I, down the bus. I, I always defended it because I always said, hey, you can get video games there. It's actually pretty awesome. They got 3D printers, and you can get video games. And you crapped on the library. We had somebody from Edmonton Library. this has turned into. <laughs> we had somebody from Edmonton Public Libraries on the show, and you had, you were crapping on libraries, and they had to defend but I, them. I judge him, too. Like, when he turns down going out for free booze, whenever, like, there's an event where there's booze involved, He's never turned it down before. He's got to watch the kids, you moron. <laughs> so, sorry? <laughs> Jimmy's whole life revolves around free, free booze. Free. <laughs> no, it's going out places. Free. Okay, well, first off, you, I remember you specifically making fun of the library, making fun of people that go to the library. I don't think that's true. I'm, you know what? I'm never trusting you again. <laughs> this turns into me. Cruise, roads, and weather. If you're just getting up now, you might not know this, but we did uh, have quite a few. Sh- uh, not quite. We had a bit of snow last night, yeah. so there's a, a blanket of snow on the roads. It's going to be a bit of a gong show. Yeah. So I would make sure that uh, that uh, that you give yourself a little extra time if you do have to make your way into work this morning. Um, according to Jimmy, it is about ten or fifteen degrees colder than it was yesterday. I said it wasn't warmer than yesterday. It's considerably warmer. It's minus. Not if you're 15, out in it. Minus fifty. Not if you're outside. <laughs> it's actually physically warmer today than it was yesterday. Like actually warmer. Go stand out in it. This is the same. Yesterday at this time it was minus twenty-seven. Jimmy argues against science. And it's minus fifteen right now. Yesterday at this time, there was a wind chill of minus 35. There's a wind chill of minus 21. So there literally is almost a 15-degree difference in the temperature. 
Okay, I'll believe your science. Minus three is the high today. He's got ten years of high school, a month of university, most educated member of the show. And now Jimmy explains. So scientists have actually developed a new implant for people that have like a, what is it, a coronier, uh, for your corneal, uh, cornea of your eye. Okay. A new implant for it. Because before, if you needed to have your... Uh, cornea replaced you'd have to get it from a donation so basically you'd have to wait for someone to die in order to get the the uh, your eye transport cornea transplant but they've actually created this uh using a a pig alien technology no it has nothing to do with alien technology this Sounds is a, like it. how is that alien technology what they're doing is they're taking the tissues sight? from they're taking the tissues from a pig. What they've done and, over and the years is a cornea from it. And this aliens is, have been doing that for years. This is just a fact. They've had alien technology for years, like fifty plus years, and they've just been slowly releasing it into the world that we live That's in. That's true. Yeah, just so that we don't get like they couldn't do it all at once, so they had to like they had to piecemeal it. And just drop it in occasionally. Boom, boom. Here, this, that, la da 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 da. Right. So that we didn't notice. This is another one of those things that they're restoring sight. So it was clearly just time for this. This was next on the list from the alien technology that we had. Okay, what was the previous uh, alien technology? There's been lots cell of phones. examples. Tons, yeah. But well, cell phones are definitely is, part of it. This is also hopeful news for Jimmy. They're starting to restore sites. That's got to give you some hope, eh? You need an alien shunt is what you need. (laughs) (laughs) That would be awesome. Space shunt. Worst superhero ever. (laughs) I can't wait for that. The alien shunt upgrade. (laughs) You'll be able to talk to home again. (laughs) The latest trailer. I think it's the final one. Is that a common thing now, Jimmy, with the bigger releases? They, they drop like three trailers. They a do lot a of the big teaser. movies, because they do that teaser at the beginning, yeah. and then they do a major trailer and then like to build up to the then, release. Then a last one, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that Last of Us trailer just dropped on the weekend. HBO, starting January 15th. Um, this one, more than the past trailers or or anything that i've seen it gave me a real serious walking dead vibe well yeah so if i mean you it's obvious it's just zombie thing but because yeah i played the game so i kind of know the the premise of them okay and it's like these they call them like mushroom heads or something monsters and they kind of explode spores everywhere and um yeah it's a post-apocalyptic obviously yeah, yeah. so it's with, it's really the games are awesome. I'm very excited for this TV show. D- that's what I was going to ask. Are we excited about it in Alberta because it was filmed largely here? It's like probably in a Calgary, part of that. parts in Edmonton. Or it, do you think this is actually going to be good? I think it's actually going to be really good, and it's it's big. It's like a big HBO show. I think there's more excitement here because we're like, oh, that's Alberta. Yeah, right. But I think it's going to be really big. So. The Walking Dead just, I finished it. Yeah, you actually got through it, hey? Yeah, it was the 11th season, I think. Is, the, is I think so. 
So the the ending of it, I'm not going to give it away, but they um, they bring a couple of past characters in, and that I mean everyone has a pretty decent idea about yeah. about who those characters are, and there's kind of a bit of a little teaser at the end of the episode. And I will say this, like I I had a hard time um, getting through this last season. I, I didn't think it was their best foot forward. No, the last couple seasons were not very good. But I'm not disappointed about how it ended, and I'm not not excited about what's coming down the pipe. The Daryl Dixon spinoffs and everything? Yeah, yeah. And the I, movies? I, th- and, I think I'll be in. Um, the first few seasons of The Walking Dead, specifically the first season, was amazing. The way they filmed it was so cool, like... Yeah, it had an old school feel to it, old school zombie movie feel to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. They they definitely. Uh, I think they 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 switched showrunners at some point. Yeah, and they I, did. And I, I think it had an impact on the story. Mm-hmm. I also think. And I hate to say this, but I think they let the success of the show and how popular it was impact the writing does that make sense i think so yeah yeah they got too big for their britches or something it got too uh it wasn't gritty anymore either it was like something happened just lost something but yeah i'm trying to put my finger on it but yeah i i like where they're going and i'm i'm interested to see what happens so i hope this this last of us doesn't feel a lot like the Walking Dead, but it, it just the last seasons. Well, go watch the trailer; you'll see what I mean. Yeah, I did watch it on the weekend. Oh, did you? Yeah. Okay. Did but, you get the same thing? The same impression? I, I wasn't thinking of it that way. So often. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there was that one interaction with the with the with the girl. Yeah. Where she's kind of making fun, and I'm like, oh, that has a kitschy kind of Walking Dead right. feel to it. Anyway, but the thing with the Last of Us, it's based on a video game. So a lot of the video game movies uh, are popular, or uh, like I think pretty popular, especially for the gamers. Well, no, this is different than that. I think this is because it's HBO. Because when I see anybody talking about this this show, they're not they do bring it up, but it I don't know. Help me out here, Grant. It just it, this is not a but, video game movie or a TV series. Doesn't look like it. No, but it's this based is something on the video game. Fine, though. yeah. They, they got the story like when they did Doom or. This whatever. is not going to be Mortal Kombat. Yeah, this is something different. This is HBO. A- HBO is di- it's it's on another level. Jim. You can always trust HBO. Yeah, and I don't think this is just this isn't going to be one of those things where everybody, the only people that watch it. Are going to be no, fans but, of that video game? No, but is I what think you're suggesting. I, no, I'm not. But I'm just thinking, like you know, the same with all the the superhero stuff. The nerds, you know, no, keep no, it popular. You're you're, you're <laughs> no. so wrong on that. Uh, this is different. It's HBO. Yeah this this goes beyond just the video game nerds. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. I think we've had this advice columnist on the show. I think we did a quick interview with her, but at least on the podcast at one point. Ask Amy. She's a columnist, an advice person for the Toronto Star and other okay. publications. Ask Amy. I was reading this thing. So she, she just gives advice, whatever you ask? Yeah, and it was interesting because she based this latest article that she did 
on a relationship that she had in the past a couple of years ago and she went onto her facebook randomly a couple of weeks ago and he had been trying to reach her through messenger i guess okay. she doesn't go on facebook very often the article was based on whether or not she should reconnect with him not from the perspective of rekindling their relationship because she's not interested but from the perspective of giving him advice on what he did wrong in the past with her so that in his next relationship he can improve on it she wants to help him out <laughs> that that would be kind of a smart thing that people could do for each other right? but i think it would probably not go well okay well let's go around the horn yeah. all right let's say you're dating somebody we'll start with you jimmy her name okay. is amy you guys break up two years later you run into her at a starbucks and you go she says to you Jimmy, sit down. Can I give you some advice on what you did wrong and why I dumped your ass? <laughs> Would you want it? I don't know. Part of me says yes. Part of me says bite me and walk away. See, I think after two years, that would be fine. You have to give it time, though. Like if it was a month after you broke up and she's going, here's all the reasons I broke up. That's going to be a fight, right? But let's say it's two years later and you still haven't found the right person you're still single after that relationship or whatever yeah why wouldn't you be like hey what what would happen what was i doing wrong what could i improve okay right. i don't want to answer now because my my uh like a good quarterback my response is, you want to watch is not going to be very mature sounding <laughs> what was your response <laughs> i, I told her to pound sand <laughs> really but i guess it kind of depends on how how the breakup happened yeah, it depends too. how it ends yeah like if it was a heart if it was if so I think this particular relationship didn't go very far and she ended it kind of amicably because he felt okay about trying to reach out again. His intention for reaching out from the article that I read was specifically to try to, to see if they could date again. Yeah. And, and she's like, well, I feel like I should tell this guy why that's not going to happen. They only dated for a month, too, in, yeah. in this specific story. So it wasn't a serious breakup. Does that change it? If it's not a serious breakup, yes. If it's... Can I throw another wrench into the conversation? <sighs> okay. She had some very harsh things to say to this this kid. So it wasn't... Okay, he was immature, racist, uh, <laughs> stole from his job. See, maybe those things are like, those won't go over as well. Like, you're not just going to, she's not going to stop being racist because you're like, you know, we our relationship might have lasted longer. If you weren't a but racist. Where, like, I was thinking like, you know, you could have been more sensitive about this sort of. Or, you know, prioritize. Put the toilet seat us, down. Uh, prioritized us over the hockey game. Yeah. But if it's uh, you're yeah. a racist, immature dick. <laughs> Who stole from your work. <laughs> it kind of changes it. <laughs> Because he probably knows that already. The problem I have with it is, okay, sure he's a racist, sure he's immature, sure he was stealing from work. Yeah. And those were things that led her to the decision to dump his ass. But is she doesn't sound like she's self-aware enough to to maybe deal with her own stuff. Yeah. And she spends a lot of time focusing on what everybody else's issues are. I don't like those people. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I am defending the racist guy that steals from work. 
But do you understand where I'm going with that? Yeah, I guess yeah. so. The Locker Room presents The Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. City councilors are once again debating the pros and the cons of uh, demolishing the Coliseum. Old Rexall Place, the Skyreach Center, whatever you remember it as, the house that Gretzky built. Every time they start talking about potentially knocking the old girl down, it really amazes me how much they say it's going to cost to demolish it. They're uh, talking about spending like $35 million just to knock a building down. How? I know it's a... It's a big old building that is probably like 95% asbestos, <laughs> but $35 million? I feel like there has to be some cheaper options out there, right? One, you could do the thing that happens to every small town Saskatchewan hotel. A mysterious overnight fire happened. Must be electrical. <laughs> Number two, spend like $100 and, and dig a big hole next to it and then just push it into it and bury it. <laughs> Number three, we spend $1 million on helium balloons, tie them to Rexall, and then just fly it out of the city. Number four, a firework accident. All of these cost significantly less than $35 million. The Grant Report is brought to you by our merchandise. Order your Support Local Glory Holes shirt today so it gets here by Christmas. Text Jimmy today for the link to shop. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Oh my God, Bill. How are you? I'm okay, buddy. How are you guys? Excellent. We're right pretty on, good. Bud. We worry about you. You know that? I I know. A lot of people worry about me, but there's no need to, man. Okay, good, good. I'm doing, I'm doing okay, man. Like, you know, like, do what you enjoy and don't what you don't, right? That's right. We need advice from Phil. That was a regular segment on the show. Yeah, so, but there's no topic of the day anymore, right? Yeah, you know, we killed that. We put a bullet in it. Yeah, well, don't put a bullet in me. <laughs> no, I, I wake up a little later. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. And, and I'm sleeping all over the place. But anyway, I'm doing okay. I just want to say hi. And uh, are you off to booze still? Yeah, yeah. Are you? Are... No, dude. I'm drinking a beer right now. Uh-huh. Okay, I've all up, right. I've been up since. Quarter to f- f- five. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is what my fourth beer only, and I still smoke, and that's what keeps me sane, right? My yeah. dad says if you're strong, you'll live. If you're weak, you'll die. And you know what? I was diagnosed with an, enl- an enlarged liver uh, a few times, and you know me what? Me too. Yeah, same with Locke. Yeah, whatever, man. A super like, liver. Uh, yeah, super liver, exactly. And we're what? We're supermen. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't got much to say anymore. Because, like I'm, I'm kind of laying. I'm not laying low. You're laying low. The, You're laying low. No, I'm not laying low. Dude. Okay. I'm just, I'm just out of the picture, right? I don't know what to say. Like, and I enjoyed your show. And when I said, you know, uh, like, uh, I listened to you and you listened to me, and you had, you respected what I had to say because you put it on the radio, right? Always, so, always, yeah. So, yeah, and I always I always listen to Cruise, but I catch you like at eight and nine in the in the morning. Yeah, we're glad you took the time to give us a call today. We hope yeah. your your holiday season goes well. 
And yeah. if you ever want to call us, even just to chat, you know the lines are open, brother. I know. Thank you. Yeah. You have a good one. We pre- okay. I'm glad we heard from you. I'm glad you get, you're doing well. And uh, keep on keeping on. Yeah. All right, brother. Okay, take care, man. Thank All right. you. Take See care, you, Phil. Phil. All right. Love Bye. you. Yeah, love. And now, The Locker Room presents Star Wars News. Now, your host for Star Wars News, James P. White. So it was confirmed yesterday that this new Star Wars series is supposed to be coming out by the end of next year. Uh, Another one. It's called The Acolyte, but it's a pre it's a prequel series. So but it's gonna be totally different than any prequels went well the last time. No, no, but it's but it's (laughs) it's supposed to be different than anything because it's through the eyes of the Sith. So what it is, it's supposed to take place about a hundred years before so this is the next Phantom Menace trilogy. No, this is a, a it's a uh, series. That's, so it's a TV thing. It's a TV thing oh, that's that's okay. linked to the prequel series. So it's supposed to take place a hundred years before Phantom Menace. So it's kind of the the buildup of how Palpatine became it was a the Sith Phantom Lord. Menace. The worst one, worst yeah. of the three prequels. I think so. The no, I thought the second one, one was the, the worst. The second one was horrible. The was second that one? one that was the Attack of the Clones. Yeah, that, that was one. a romance oh, no. story between Anakin and and Padme. Oh, Jar Jar and Jar Jar was also in Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace was the one with Darth Maul. He died, right? Someone killed him, right? Uh, kind of cut him in half, but he survived. Um, in the cartoons, he survived. In the Clone Wars and Rebels Stop. series, he was in there. Can I ask you a question? Okay, I'm not even done telling the good stuff yet. So it actually talks a little bit about uh, uh, Darth Plagueis. They say there's going to be a link, and Darth Plagueis the Wise was the master to Palpatine. I feel like we're in too deep Yeah, yeah, we're in too deep. Okay, let me ask you a question. Wow. So this last series, the Nando's one, okay? Andor, yeah. Okay, now, because of the... uh, the conversation about how good that was. Do you think that the people that put this this Star Wars Disney stuff together? Do you think that impacts it's how go- they, I think it's going to impact stuff moving forward. I think it's going to impact this because there's going to be some links, and but they're going to be subtle. Like it's who gonna produced be- this Nando stuff? Like who was was? It, is there any big names? Director names? I can't remember. Obviously not, then, if it's not that memorable. Yeah. I don't pay attention to the... Uh, I punch in Nando's and... This is your fault. Because <laughs> I think they gotta, They definitely need to adjust their thinking about how they're... They're going to keep dumping this stuff on us. I think they, so have much. To, they have to make some adjustments to how they're presenting them. Because... Very few people disagreed with me on my take on the the Mandalorian was okay, the Boba Fetish was eh, the 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 Mexican Jedi, Obi Wan, Obi Wan that was not good, and then this Nando's one was awesome. I'm thinking, or maybe they're just going to get better at it as they because the thing is, is they're talking about how it's going to be a de- uh, darker story. Uh, obviously, it's going to be well, through the perspective, see, yeah, and because you Nando's uh, was darker. There right. is a lot of darker in in the the Nando's. Like it was, that he's completely g- bought in, right? Yeah, I, I, 
<laughs> yeah. What so else? What else? Are you done? I guess so. We have the perfect gift for the alcoholic on your list. <laughs> we'll get Jimmy. He can send you the link if you're interested in this. I saw this last night. Somebody tagged me on it, and it's called the Kong Beer Bong. Yes, by Kong Drinking Company. <laughs> so they do all sorts of little accessories for your drinking. Yeah. And uh, it's it's kind of cool. So it's like a cooler that you put your can of beer in. Yeah. But then if you're feeling like you need to turn it up a notch, you can <laughs> take the can out, pour the beer into the cooler part, yeah. and it's got a hose connected, and you get, it turns into a beer bong. Just right there. Yeah. <laughs> you're always ready to go for the old beer bong. So you either have a, a like a little cooler. It's like a miniature cooler yeah. around your can of beer as yeah. you're drinking. Yeah. Like a koozie, but it's a cooler. Or you can... You can turn it into a funnel if you want. I also watched I watched a video, mm-hmm. and um, they've thought about this. They've put some like some very serious thought and energy into the technology behind the beer bong, right? Because there was like a release valve, and it it looked with pretty the way slick. the hose is like it's not in your way; it's just kind of yes. connected there. Yeah. Yes, like they've really studied the 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 art of beer bonging, and I think they nailed it. Because yeah, the hose comes out from the bottom, clips onto the side, so it's not in your way. <laughs> they spent a lot of time with alcoholics. Yeah. Anyway, um, and it's December what seventh right now? Yeah. So you got time? Yeah, you got time. Find the link. It's the Kongbeerbong dot com, and uh, order one for for us. Right that now, would if you buy be, two, you get one free. So. Yeah, you can drop one off for the locker room. <laughs> All right, Bag Milk joining us. Before we get started, I want to thank you for a tweet. Now, I knew this rule existed, but... It's it's a good it's a good reminder to It's get. also nice when other people are saying it saying it not just you. Yeah. Telling your wife. Exactly. Exactly. Here look look honey look what bag milk tweeted. <laughs> so his tweet was me should I pour myself a rum for the hockey game? Also me. Oh right, it's December, and that means I can drink every day in the name of Christmas. <laughs> it is it is the season for a rum and a cocktail. <laughs> are you off the red wine now? <laughs> No, never. I just uh, have a rotation. I just got a fresh bottle yesterday. I might crack that one open for the, for the game tonight. It's just, it's the nice thing. You know, you put the Christmas lights on, you pour yourself a drink. Doesn't matter if it's Tuesday or Wednesday. Time's a flat circle at this point of the season. <laughs> uh, Speaking of the game tonight, they need to start a little better. Um, yeah. The game against uh, Washington. Yeah. How many shots did Skinner stop in the first period? Like 52. It's getting a little crazy. <laughs> Yeah, in that first period, he got 24 shots. He stopped all of them, or he stopped everything he could. But, like, at some point, the Oilers just have to start on time. Like, it's driving me nuts. Yeah. Because it's not just that they're starting poorly, but they're also continuing poorly lately. They've had a handful of periods over the last week or so where they've had four shots, five shots. Like, you're not going to win in the NHL if you're getting four shots in a period. So the fact that... Stuart Skinner kept the score as close as it was in that game against Washington is almost yeah. miraculous, but at the same point, it kind of threw a shadow over how bad the rest of the team played. Hmm. Well, they almost doubled. I think the Caps almost doubled the shots on that at the end of the game. 
to the yeah, end. Yeah, it was 50 to 30 when it was all wrapped up. Yeah, and like, it's you ridiculous. Picked it up towards the end, but like, my lord. It's just, you can't spot a team 40 minutes, 10 minutes, 5 no. minutes even. They have to be ready to go. And tonight against the Coyotes, there's no excuses. They are terrible. If you start off poorly against the Arizona Coyotes, like, I don't even know what to say anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Who's in net tonight? I'm going to guess no no uh, goalie has been announced just yet, but I'm going to guess it's going to be uh, Jack Campbell. This is kind of a so- softer landing for him. Okay. Um, get a little bit of confidence back, work on his game. Also, you have to play him at some point, so I'm going to guess it's Jack <laughs> Campbell. I'd be surprised if it's not. We're all thinking it. Is the team saying it? Skinner's number one, right? At this point, you've got to give Stuart Skinner the most leash. Like, I would play Jack Campbell against Arizona tonight, but I'm going right back to Stuart Skinner on Friday against Minnesota. I, he's just been the more consistent of the two. Yeah. He's been the better of the two. He stopped more shots of the two. Like he's the guy right now. You got to give him the leash to run with it. All right. Yeah, I would think so too. Um, Heritage Classic. Yeah, it's not announced yet, but pretty much confirmed that the Heritage Classics come back to Edmonton. Yeah, Jason Greger broke that news yesterday at OilersNation.com. Heritage Class is coming back next year. I'm super excited. I didn't get to go to the one in 2003. Here's hoping next year it's going to be not minus 9,000 outside of Commonwealth. <laughs> yeah. But we'll see what happens, right? Because this October it was super warm out in October. So it's going to be an interesting to see how it works out. But I'm just excited. I love it. Give me the flames. That's what I want. Yeah. I want a stadium full of oh, Oilers yeah. and Flames fans going mental and having just a complete blast of a day. It would just be the greatest. I'm, I love that it's coming back to Edmonton. You, you went to the one in Winnipeg, right? Were you I on did, the, yeah. yeah. It, it, it was a long bus ride. We got there, but eventually <laughs> we did make it to the Heritage Fly. <laughs> to fly to Minneapolis and then bus up. Um, I've always wondered. I've never been to an outdoor game. Can you see what's happening on the ice when you're in the stands? It's funny you say that. So I had two different seats for the first game it was the alumni game on the saturday or whatever it was i had really good seats i was about maybe 15 20 rows up because we're talking about a football stadium so i was about 15 15 20 rows up and you could see everything it was great but then the the next day i was probably like row five or six and there was just a half chunk of the ice that i just could not see (laughs) because the the best part yeah (laughs) the angle was just atrocious but the best part about that one in winnipeg was that there was a two-hour sun delay they had to delay the game for two hours because it was too bright on the ice and all we ended up doing is drinking the stadium dry. It was just complete <laughs> chaos. I loved it. Well, to answer the question, it really depends where you're sitting. I find that alcohol improves my eyesight. Well, yeah, it just improves my ability to do most things. If anything. Yeah, this is, this is very exciting news. I remember how big that was because it was the first, first one the ever. First, it was the first regular season game that actually counted if I'm not mistaken, Heritage Classic in Edmonton in 2003. And um, the buzz around it was was massive right across the country. I was working in Winnipeg at the time at Power 97, and I remember we were giving away tickets and sending people, like, doing trip giveaways to the Heritage Classic in Edmonton. So it, it's it's definitely something that, uh, that I think we can get behind. The city's going to totally get behind, and it's a cool event. I'm glad they, they've... I'm glad they're doing it more now, because I, I love these outdoor games. It's just so different, so unique, right? I love the outdoor games, too. It's it's interesting how that first one at Edmonton was such a spectacle, like you said, yeah. Locke, and it was just so unique and so different. And if you remember back, there was a lot of conversations. Are they even going to have the game? Because it's 9,000 degrees below zero. It yeah. was late November or whatever it was. But then it just 
every other day there's an outdoor game now. So it's interesting to see how it just swung so wildly mm-hmm. into having them all the time. But I'm so excited to have this back in Edmonton. I'm going to be there a thousand percent. I'm going to be wearing every item of clothing I have to <laughs> if I need be. I'm going to be stacking beers up under my under my chair. It's going to be a great day. I'm super, super excited about it. Just thinking about that matchup. Um, you're right. Like it, it has to be the Flames, but mm-hmm. we won't get confirmation until the end of the regular season, will we? Yeah, no. we're not going to get com- confirmation for a while. But like, if it's anybody other than the Flames, they're the they're NHL idiots. Is, they're missing fail. the mark there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch it be Arizona. <laughs> yeah, or just like Columbus Blue Jackets. Yeah, the, the Desert Dogs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks for your time. Bag milk, Oilers Nation. Thanks, boys. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. Not the kind of threesome you would wish for, but it's probably going to be the only threesome you'll ever get. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.